discuss the, uh, the Hopi Indian prophecies, the Native American tribe, come up with some interesting theories about the future, or what's going to happen, mm -hmm. and we'll delve happened. into their little mythology a little bit, um, there's some aliens involved, it'll be fun. It's going to be a lot of fun, we promise. Do you want to uh, explain the, the format of the show? Yeah, why not, it's something I do every week. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so first, before we get so to the main... So you do, he's not complaining. Oh yeah. <laughs> On you go. <laughs> you couldn't see that listener, Mike and I were just looking at each other, shaking our heads in exacerbation. Some people. Do your bloody job, Ben. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> uh, so first we'll delve into the world of weird news before we get to the main thrust of today's topic. And this will take 20 minutes, half an hour. We may need a slash. Then we'll, we'll crack on. We will. So what's, uh, what you got then, Mike? Let's get the boys' views on this week's weird news. Fire it up. Uh, from the Mirror, UK paper, nearly half of Brits believe that demons, witches and vampires are living among them. Holy shit! <laughs> nearly half! A study found that two-thirds of Brits believe in magic, while almost a third of us believe vampires that are real. That is astonishing. That is astonishing. Well, we, we don't know what the, the source of... Two-thirds of Brits? But we don't know yeah, the, the size right. of the... It should say two-thirds of the people polled in this ridiculous, stupid poll, answered by the kinds of people who answer fucking polls, which are called, do you believe in demons, witches, or vampires? Yeah. Okay, you got to believe that there. they're real. But idiots, Mike. Yeah, but at first glance, that is a shocking statistic. Yeah. I wouldn't believe that nearly half. Two thirds, well, well, maybe, maybe half do. It's not the sort of thing you talk about, you know, at, at the vending machine. At believe work in magic. Uh, well, I believe in sex magic. <laughs> well, that's yeah. magic with a K. That's completely different. Yeah, we you heard know, the power of positive thought. Uh, yeah, that's magical to see. It's, it's, I believe me. I, I'm a member of the Hermetic Order of the Golden Dawn on Facebook. I know all about this shit now. Yeah, well, is that like Mike being a member of the Jedi Knights? <laughs> yeah, probably. Where he signed up, but he hasn't actually done anything yet. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I'm working towards it. I suppose it's not the sort of thing. Is it? How would you know someone believes in demons? Like, you don't go around questioning everyone you work with or everyone in your family. How do you feel on the subject of witches, vampires, and demons? Do you believe them? Yes, because well, I don't know. Anyway, let's, uh, let's see what the article says. Um, so, spooky neck, we're surrounded by witches, vampires and demons, according to new research, and they even masquerade as colleagues and put curses on us while we're at work, <laughs> the bastards. A study of our belief in the supernatural has found two-thirds of us believe in magic, while up to 29% think that vampires are real. 45% said it's highly likely the bloodsuckers are secretly living among us, along with witches and demons. Well, there are witches, aren't there? There's people who practice Wicca, who yeah. class themselves as witches. I How would argue their magic yeah, is. That's what is, my is, argument would be, yeah. But demons and vampires... It's pushing it a bit, isn't it? 
They're the kind of people who go and who call Tracy, who go to watch psychics in the pub. Yeah, and tell me, I'm mental for questioning the official 9-11 story. You are. But they <laughs> am I fuck, fuck you. Never mind Building 7, Building 6, motherfucker. How many buildings were there? Exactly, I've gone right down the rabbit hole. No one ever talks about Building 6. What was in Building 6? What a big fucking chunk of it went missing. What was in it? I don't know. I didn't look that far down the rabbit well, it, hole. It must have had some kind of use. Exactly. For some reason, it was demolished in the attack. He was a CIA sex parlor. Something probably where they, kept all the... where they kept all the records were destroyed. That, that was the building seven. Yeah. Yeah. Building six is probably where they kept the dildo locker. I don't know the CIA <laughs> dildo locker. The Kennedy sex rooms. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Fuck. But either way, what was I talking about? Oh, <laughs> well, I'm obsessed. That's why. <laughs> so. Well. So research commissioned by Sky One to launch new drama, A Discovery of Witches, which is apparently quite oh, good, I haven't seen it yet. Apparently it's, it's quite good. No, but what I'm oh-fucking-helling at is the fact that this, this survey was done by a television channel to promote a television programme coming up and then probably given a little backhander to the newspaper, The Mirror, allegedly, which is carrying the story. And so, of course, it's big news. Half of people believe in it. Well, yeah, it's not, it's not exactly a scientific it, study, is it? It quizzed its no. workers. Well, it's interesting. It's probably a Facebook poll. It Maybe, quizzed its workers, it says there. A poll uh. found that 20% of its workers thought a colleague had put a spell on them. While <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, 13%... He's put a spell on them. <laughs> 13% quizzed admitted they tried to curse an office rival. Fuck it. They tried to curse somebody. I am sick of David touching my... Fucking stapler. <laughs> I curse I'm you, David. Curse his whole family. I'm going to give his mum fucking wound cancer. And his dad cockrot. Yeah. <laughs> or they could just cut his brakes. <coughs> yeah. That would make more sense. Well, you could Don't just curse some of his just... stuff around his desk. Yeah. Kind of sort of passive-aggressive yeah. revenge. Eat his lunch. Yeah. Fuck his wife. I don't know. <laughs> Whatever. David hasn't got a wife. He may have. Nah. Anyway, anyway, <laughs> let's scroll down a little bit. Uh, it's not all bad PR for vampires. Around thirty-seven percent said they're a turn-on because they always God. look ageless. <sighs> I think there's probably a lot. They quiz a lot of Twilight fucking watches mm. here as well, didn't they? They don't turn me on. Yeah. I'm, I'm a fucking pervert. <laughs> <laughs> Fangs not doing it for you. No. <laughs> yeah. Just no, I mean, I wouldn't. Fangs wouldn't put me off. Uh. It's just they're not. Something I'm going to seek out. <laughs> yeah. Just saying. If you split up with it, would you have to save fangs for the memories? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Does the article say that? Or was no, it was <laughs> oh my. Uh, um, the poll was at uh, 1,500 people. Uh, no. You've got to be impressed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the memories. Uh. No, I'd imagine she'd just rip your throat out after you'd said that. Thanks for the moment. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Still get that pudding at the end. <laughs> <laughs> and then your vampire lover's like, "This is why I'm leaving you. Yeah. It's shit like this. You always gotta get the last pudding, even in desperately serious situations." Mike. Don't leave me. You're driving a stake through my heart. <laughs> 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 oh dear. Yeah. That's what you get for shagging a vampire. It is. Never works. No. Ever. Haven't you seen the films? 
No, no. <laughs> well, we got all we're going to get out of this story. Yeah, I think so. It's a big article. The poll of fifteen hundred also revealed forty-four percent of us avidly read and believe our horoscopes. Really? Wow. I hate the way they word these things. Though. The poll of one thousand five hundred also revealed forty-four percent of us know. Forty-five, forty-four percent of that one thousand five hundred read and believe our horoscopes. Don't tell me what I do. I don't know that it's snooty, it's yeah, telling it me what's what, and it's yeah. not. It means a general population, doesn't it? It's taking. You extrapolate, that's a hell of an extrapolation. Well, of course, there's yeah, 60 million people in the country. I interviewed 1,500 bellends with nothing better to do, and, and I'm going to use that as a measure, measuring stick yeah. for the entire population. They don't use much more than that to do the polls for the election. No, that's true, it's like 500 or something like that. No, it's more than that, I think. But it's about 5,000 maybe, but it's about. You can never trust the polls, Mike. You can't? I don't know why I'm, I've heard someone say it before. Well, yeah, they were wildly out. You're just a Polish, though, they're nice so people. Tell you why they yeah, were nice mainly wildly out, because they were still yeah. phoning people on landlines. How many fucking people have landlines now? Yeah, it's just the elderly. Dirty Conservatives. Yeah, the, yeah, the elderly. Yeah. That's, that's, why, that's, that's why they thought yeah. the Conservatives are going to win by a landslide. And they got their fucking asses kicked. Yay! So, um, right, so that's bollocks then, all that. Of course it is. <laughs> Fuck okay, we're going to the next piece of credible news. <laughs> From the sun. Woo! Tupac Shakur is alive and living in Cuba. He cl- claims a British bodyguard who he says he smuggled him there. Uh, Michael, is that Michael Nice, do you think? Yeah. Uh, spot, or Nice, Nice, we'll go with Nice. Has sparked more theories by claiming he was part of the security team tasked with helping Tupac escape Las Vegas. Tupac Shakur is still alive and, li- and living in hiding in Cuba. Uh, the hit him up rapper was famously shot on the Las Vegas Strip back in 96 as he was leaving a Mike Tyson fight and he was aged just 25. Uh, since then, conspiracy theories that he's actually survived the shooting and faked his death have continued to spread, including a photo that emerged on the internet last year. Michael Nyes has now sparked more theories by bizarrely claiming he was part of the security team tasked with helping Tupac escape Las Vegas. He told TMZ... Why do you think no one had been arrested? They said they, if they said, uh, hang on, if they said they the the one that killed Tupac, well, that's terrible, terrible writing from the Sun. It's awful, unless it was actually verbatim, and that's actually what. Well, try and read it yeah, like in the act. It's like, where's this guy from? Sorry, it doesn't say. Oh uh, well, why do you think nobody? Been oh, he's arrested? British. He's British. Uh, why do you think nobody been arrested <laughs> if they said that the one they killed Tupac? What? Yeah, it's see. <laughs> why do you think nobody been arrested if they said that they the one that killed Tupac? Ah, oh, you got it. Yeah. So, don't write it verbatim. Yeah. Um, because Tupac is not dead. If he was dead, they'd be arresting those dudes for murder. Well, I, I can't argue with his logic, mm. but maybe you know, there's a lot of unsolved murders. There is. That's very true. Yeah. They're not all hiding in Cuba. No. Cuba. You know he's somewhere smoking a Cuban cigar on an island. Cuba, then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Michael claims he was party of the security team for the Black Panthers political party There's in the 90s. There's another typo. Thing is, yeah. He thing is, though, this guy's white. Why would he be in the Black Panther security team? Uh, sec- security isn't a racial thing. You, you know, the most qualified man for the job. Yeah, but the Black Panthers were an ultra-nationalist black organisation, weren't they? Yeah. Yeah, but... They probably wouldn't have got a white guy into security for They wouldn't trust him. Well... 
According to him, they did. Uh, I think he's telling some porkies. Well, he says he's part of security. What part was he? You know, was he just exactly a, a lowly bodyguard? <laughs> was he the guy that did the paperwork? He could have been on the toll gate at the fucking headquarters yeah. <laughs> in a little security office thing. Maybe in that little booth. Can I see your pass? On you go. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, that'll be it. Anyway, or he could have been part of the main security team protecting the most badass of the badass. Maybe. Well, he, he says anyway that the rap was only injured on September 7th, 1996 and was rushed out of the country. He said, it was me, my brother, the pilot, Tupac and the co-pilot and two Panther guys on the jet. We took off and immediately knew we were safe. We felt good. It was like escaping from prison. There were hugs and handshakes and we finally managed to get him to Barbados. And there's a picture of an older looking Tupac. Uh, then, and Michael then added, uh, then my brother helped him get to Cuba from there. Yeah. So he reckons he's helped Tupac secure escape to Cuba. Mm. Well, the latest, according to the article, the latest sighting came after the internet went wild two years ago over claims that Tupac had been photographed apparently living a new life in Cuba. Tupac was infamously gunned down on September 7th whilst driving through Las Vegas. He died in hospital six days later. I didn't think he was driving through. I thought he was getting into a car. No, he was in a car. They pulled up alongside it. Yeah. Uh, pop, 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 He wasn't driving, though. No, he wasn't driving. I don't think. No, he wasn't. I did listen to that episode on uh, mm. Tupac and Biggie. And on the just, last podcast on the left. It was, they'd just got beaten somebody. Actually. Well, they just got into a fight in the casino, hadn't they? Yeah. The fight where the professional fight was happening. They got into an amateur fight. Serge Knight got involved. Yeah, I like Serge Knight though. He held Vanilla Rice upside down over a balcony. By <laughs> I think it's Shug, Shug Knight, I think he's called. Shug Knight, yeah. That yeah. shows how down I am with rap music. <laughs> Either way, I like his style because I'd, I'd hang Vanilla Rice over a balcony by his ankles as well while screaming, Where's my money? You just hang Vanilla Rice. <laughs> <laughs> Crimes against humanity. Maybe. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> so, yeah, Tupac lives. Tupac lives. Apparently, maybe he lives in a house with Elvis and Kurt Cobain and all the other. Famous no, no, no. Kurt Cobain, his head was on the ceiling. He's he's not there. Face is on death. Guy's got a hobo. Give him some, put a hobo in a wig. No, his brains are on the roof. No, he's not there. It's just Elvis and Tupac collaborating. Oh man, that'd be shit. No, it wouldn't. <laughs> oh, we're in Barbados. Huh? Yeah, motherfucker. Oh, <laughs> cut that bit out. <laughs> Holy shit. First time it's happened. Stop talking so we can cut it out. Oh, fuck. Or just bleep it. Leave it in, my Fuck. <laughs> okay, move on. It just yeah. came, I was trying to think of the most two-pack thing to say in a rap song and... Oh well, would you like to hear about the size 30 Shit. woman who claims she shed half her own body weight by drinking her own urine? Oh dear God. Can I stick with the racist <laughs> No, I'm joking. I know Please. you're the bird, we're the burning man in the podcast. Please, I didn't mean it, like, I, just, I, was being, I was playing the part. Oh God, moving on. A woman who lost nine and a half stone has credited her incredible weight loss to drinking her own urine. Uh, Leah Sampson, 46, says she's managed to shed the pounds thanks to drinking her own wee. As well as using to brush her teeth, oh, wash her hair, and even oh, rinse her eyes. Rinse her eyes? <laughs> That's gonna sting, isn't it? I bet she's popular with her friends, going in there smelling of piss all the time. Oh, pissy eyes. <laughs> oh, oh, pissy eyes is back. 
Leah, a mother of two from Alberta, Canada, saw her weight creep up to 18 stone 12 pounds and was wearing a UK size 30 after a lifetime of indulging what she calls a standard American diet with lots of beef, pork and chicken. As well as suffering from chronic fatigue, Leah says her hands and arms became so numb she couldn't wash her hair. The pain she was in left Leah feeling she didn't want to live anymore, but it was then she came across urine therapy and decided oh. to give it a whirl. Why didn't she fuck. try a diet food? Yeah, <laughs> fuck, you know, just cut out the beef and the pork and the, you don't have to add the piss. Well, you'll see later on that this woman is clearly slightly deluded in her beliefs. She also follows what is a, called a hunter-gatherer diet, meaning she ditched heavily processed foods in favour of more natural food. That's probably what's doing it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I think that's helping with the weight loss. She now weighs I ten stone ten pound, wears a UK size fourteen, and is open to help and inspire others. Uh, so what? Drink their piss and rub it in their eyes. Well, good luck with that, love. At the age of forty, I was losing so much function in my arms I couldn't wash my own hair. I cried out in tears to God, begged and prayed for answers, telling God that I would do whatever He wanted me to do if He would only heal me. You're gonna drink your own piss. <laughs> So she's made some oh, kind of, how does she know she's made that pact with God? What if she's made it with the devil? Yeah, what if she's made some kind of like Faustian Satan's, bargain? Sounds a bit more like Satan having a laugh, doesn't it, than uh, yeah. All right, I'll I'll give it to you weight, but you better drink your own piss and rub it in your eyes. Well you're assuming that God is is a is a benevolent being? From well, the Bible, we know that it's not. He's a psychopathic, genocidal maniac. <laughs> All I'm saying is, he's a jealous god and a wrathful god. According to his own PR agency, he's now awesome. And he's also <laughs> into fucking water sports. Welcome <laughs> to this. Oh, I could watch you rub that piss in your hair all day. I love, I love a fat bird rubbing piss in her face. Oh, this, is <laughs> this is the best thing about being god. This is why I created you, fuckers. Oh, she can't even see me touching myself. <laughs> she's got piss in her eyes. <laughs> a few moments... She goes on to say that a few moments after that prayer, her friend sent a YouTube video of Andrew Norton Webber with Lisa Harrison regarding distilled water and its benefits to my physical, emotional, even spiritual health. I realised this was a sign our creator had sent me. And if I wanted to become well, I would need to re-ingest my urine like I my urine like I did when I was a fetus. Wow. Do you want to hear what you did? Well, if you must. I stood up in the bathtub and urinated into my hands and drank it. I noted immediately that I ingested too much sodium and failed to begin removing sodium from my diet immediately. Oh. Within moments, I realised how much better I felt, so I thanked God, and then was told that I would have to go out and share urine therapy with people. Although there's no scientific evidence to back up the reported <laughs> benefits of drinking piss, it says piss, Leah reckons it's a secret to a drastic weight loss and vows to keep it up. I still drink my urine to keep off the weight and will continue to do so for the rest of my life, she said. Here's a pissy breath. Knock yourself out, piss with Nothing, to, nothing to do with the, um, the change of diet and by the looks of it, probably some exercise. I capture my urine midstream after 3am. Drink about half of it and then sip the rest of it throughout the day, brushing my teeth whilst also swishing my mouth and gargling with it. I collect my urine in glass jars throughout the day and share with it at night. Fucking hell. I wouldn't like to sit next to her on the bus. No. That's all I'll say. No. I mean, have you ever, you know, got too close to a homeless person? Mm. And 
Sadly, there's been a few elderly people on the bus who mm. have pissed themselves. Yeah. Yeah. Poor people. And it stinks, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> so. Well, that's why I'm calling for compulsory <coughs> euthanasia for the over 75s. She's rubbing it into her paws and her eyeballs. Surely she can get. Isn't it. there something about kind of what diseases you get from <coughs> getting. Piss in your eyes or not washing your hands? Yeah, I think it's eyes. different if it's your piss. But like, if you piss in my face, I think that's worse than. I me do while you sleep. Hey, that's <laughs> worse than me pissing in my own face. I think I'm not a doctor. But piss is what your body excretes because it, it has no use for. It's waste, isn't it? It's waste. Don't we both looking at me? I haven't got the answers. I don't know. Um, piss therapy. Google it. I'm not trying it. I don't, I don't care how ill I feel. No, I mean, bear in mind that she gets up at 3am to piss, mm. collects it, and then knock it back, and I'm going to quote the article, Which knock it back like some kind of energy drink where most of us are struggle to find a bathroom light. Well, It's I, no I, mean feat. Yeah, all right. I think clearly she's a pervert, isn't she? I think there may be something to that. Yeah. Or, or certainly, you know, when she mentioned she prayed and then God said, drink your own piss, you'll lose some weight. I think she's a bit. Of, I think she's got some mental health issues. Good luck to her. I'm just glad. Oh look, there's a video there you can watch if you want. But we're not going to. We're not going. To. No, we're not. Good luck to her. Sorry, it's not very clear. I'm glad it's not me who kisses her good night. Yeah, she's dehydrated. Yeah, she is dehydrated. Yeah, I'm glad. She's drinking her own piss all the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I think that. Does that conclude the weird news this week, or is there one yes, more? Yes, no, that's it. That's all we got for the now. So we'll come back wow. to it at the end. Yeah, that's wonderful. Can we call a piss break? <laughs> I don't need to drink Please. any. I just, no, uh, just I'm need not to go. Gonna, hopefully, I won't get any in my eyes. <laughs> well, you can get a pink eye, isn't it? Your pink eye. If you don't wash your hands, rub your eyes. Your pink eye. You get an eye infection. So why hasn't she got continual pink eye? Well, maybe that's the. Maybe it's good for you. Anyway, fuck her and her piss. <laughs> well, I saw it. I had to put it in. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's all. I'm. I'm glad. I, I know about it, and I'm so glad I can ignore it and not do it myself. Fair enough. So let's call a quick piss break of our own. Yes. We won't drink each other's. We'll stick to our own. Mm-hmm. And uh, we'll be back, and we'll get on with the main uh, main thrust of today's topic: the Hopi prophecies. Main thrust. And we're back. So the Hopi prophecies. So the Hopi are a, uh, a Native American tribe who currently live in the Hopi Reservation in northeastern Arizona. That's kind of the region we're looking at, isn't it? Arizona, desert yeah. very much the um, stereotypical west. Red deserts and then big rocky outcrops. Um, according to a 2010 census, there were 19,338 Hopis in the USA. And they were first encountered in the 16th century by the Spanish, or 1540. Mm. Mm. Um, and ironically, they have a well. Not ironically, they weirdly they have a high rate of albinoism, one in two hundred. Oh, right, it's a lot of albinos. Mm-hmm. Were they nice to them, or did they shun them? I presume they were nice to them. Well, These Native American peaceful. guys are pretty chilled. Well, this particular tribe, the Hopi, they're they very are chilled. A, the peace tribe, aren't they? Mm. Or something. I've got the correct thingy of that somewhere. So they have these nine prophecies, and it all sort of ties into their mythology a little bit. Um, mm. and the nine signs of the ending of an age has been... We're in the fourth world right now. The fifth is upon us, once all the prophecies have been fulfilled. What are the different worlds now? 
First world was destroyed and the people returned to the surface as ants for the duration of the second world. The third world had an advanced civilization with flying shields and wars between distant cities and this world ended in floods. It's all very similar to Babylonian mythology and Aztec mythology. Mm. Uh, the Hopi are the caretakers of the fourth world in exchange for the privilege of living on the earth. The fifth world approaches with the fire clan set to return. And they're the, uh, the star people as such that we'll come to later on. Or the ant people. It's a little bit sort of mixed up. Mm. Mm. It's oral tradition, isn't well, it? Well, it's all, yeah. So there are a few different versions here and there. Sorry. <laughs> I mean, the, the prophecies themselves weren't published until 1959. Yeah. I am a fan of strong oral tradition. Who published yeah, them again? Um, I forget his name. Um, was it uh, the, the, the guy I attribute these to? Is a guy called uh, White Feather, a Hopi of the ancient Bear Clan. There was also was a, a white guy that wrote about it. An independent researcher named Gary A. David spent ah. thirty years of his life immersed in Native American culture and history. Ah, like a man named Horse. I guess yeah. Have you seen that film? No. <laughs> I just read this um, English guy who's out going to America hunting and he gets mm. captured by these Indians and. They call him. They treat him like a horse, mm. basically. He's an animal to them, but then he slowly, gradually worms his way into their society. Like doesn't run away when he could have. He helps them out, and they accept yeah. him. But they still call him horse. He's a man called horse. That's his. Oh, a bit like dancing with wolves. A little bit, except more um, more brutal at the start, because they're like kicking the shit out of him. <laughs> and the Indians did like to torture people horrifically. Mm. Like nice. I'm sure the whites weren't much better. Oh, no, no. But, um, <laughs> you, you didn't want to be captured by the Indians if you're a white guy. White man came across the seas. He so, brought us pain and misery. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, we'll start with number one. Shall we? The first prophecy. We'll start at the beginning. We were told of the coming of the white-skinned uh, uh, man, like, Fahara, which is... Fahara ties into the mythology. He's like the whiter, the white brother that will return, but he's meant to be friendly. Okay. Friendly white man. Yeah. Like me. <laughs> Men who took the land was not theirs and who struck their enemies with thunder, and that's attributed to guns, so the white guy turning up with guns and seeing their land. Yeah. Well, well that one come true, didn't it? Yeah. Uh, number two, our lands will see the coming of spinning wheels filled with voices. Uh, that is attributed to the covered wagons and the wagon trains. Wow. Mm, yeah, I can see that. Fairly accurate. Uh, number three, a strange beast, like a buffalo, but with long horns, will overrun the land in large numbers. This is attributed to the longhorn cattle, yeah. which are prevalent in the white man brought with them to yeah, settle yeah. in the area. Uh, number four, the land will be crossed by snakes of iron. Uh, this is attributed to railroads, of course. Snakes of iron? That sounds so fucking cool. Snakes of iron? Yeah! That's that's a down now, yeah. snakes of iron. Down now, now, now. Yeah. Yeah. That's itself, man. <laughs> <laughs> There's a number one in that. <laughs> uh, uh, number five. The land should be crisscrossed by a giant spider's web. Uh, this they attribute to power and telephone lines and the internet. Yeah. Whoa. Most of them above it would look like that, wouldn't it? Well, you ever played Modern Warfare 2? Ever done the intro? Um, it's yeah. all the, it's like the map of Europe and it gradually spreads out and it's like all these green lines connecting everything. It's showing mm. like the connections between every city, every town. Yeah. 
Sounds yeah. They, well, they had it spot on, these ancient folks. They were smoking some hardcore shit and oh. seeing some fucking vivid yeah. visions of the future, man. Mm. Peyote, is it, they take? Probably, they were probably doing ayahuasca. I don't know what they were doing, man. They were probably... Isn't peyote the same? It, it is hallucinogenic, but I've got no idea if it's as powerful as... Um, uh. It might be. I, I literally know nothing about it. Up mm. your space, coyote! <laughs> but, yeah, they've probably got really high and seen some shit. Also, we're maybe visited by aliens. Don't you we'll want to go to and that. smoke a fucking peace pipe with a native Indian? I would love that. I hope it's like in the um, in the seminal uh, classic movie, um, Shanghai Noon. I was going to say Sausage so, Party. Starring, no, starring Jackie, <laughs> Jackie Chan, where he they think he's one of them as well. I've never them. seen it. Oh, it's brilliant. They sit him down and force him to smoke the peace pipe and he's stoned as fuck and it's mm. great. It looks a lot of fun. Yeah. You've never seen that? That's a fucking no. good movie. Sequel's not bad either, Shanghai Nights. Mm. Have no. you ever seen it? No. Fucking hell. Jackie Chan in Cowboy Times. Yeah. He's a Chinese <laughs> guard. He's got like a long braid that goes all the way down to his feet. Yeah. And at one point he ties a horseshoe to the end and then like swings it round and beats the fuck out of people with it. All right, he's got my attention. Yeah. And then there's a point, how's this for a beat in an action movie? You know it's going to happen. The bad guy, because this is sacred, his long. Oh, so he cuts his braid off. Oh, yeah, somebody cuts it off. Woo! Oh, that's oh. a good end, well. Yeah, check it out. Sorry, that was right. a tangent. That okay. was unexpected. Right, fair enough. Um, uh, number six, the land should be crisscrossed with rivers of stone that make pitches in the sun. And that is referred to, to the asphalt roads and the mm. mirages they can conjure when you're out in the desert in that amount of heat and yeah. just motorways, interstates, freeways. Yeah. I think they're called in the states. Yeah. Interstates. Number seven. You will hear of the sea turning black and many living things dying because of it. Uh, obviously, oil spills. There should be that one too. Holy shit! Well, just the general pollution of the atmosphere, the yeah. sea. Uh, number eight. You will see many youths who wear their hair long like our people. Come and join the tribal nations to learn our ways and wisdom. And that's attributed to hippies, not you guys. I've got long hair now. Yeah, you're not living in the Native American Indian tradition. But according to that, I'm welcome. Well, you're not welcome. I will be welcome. Don't be jealous that I will be welcomed in to have a joint with the chief and you won't. I just think he was a scalp you. <laughs> he won't. He's gonna fucking. He's gonna encourage. He's gonna say you are the greatest white man I've ever he's met. Like, you're not Donald, like the others. You're that Donald Trump's son. <laughs> yeah. He will marry me off with his daughter who looks like Pocahontas. <laughs> and then scalp you. Yeah. No, he won't. Wearing the head of the white devil. <laughs> the white devil's son. <laughs> oh, jealousy. <laughs> Oh, the last one, number nine. Well, if it'd only take five minutes of you talking to him for him to fucking chase you off, won't it? That's a reference know. to a conversation we had off mic. <laughs> I'm not going to fall into the same trap as you did earlier. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm the racist, don't I? Shit. Um, number nine. You will hear of a dwelling place in the heavens above the earth. Uh, sorry, the heavens above the earth that shall fall with a great crash. It will appear as a blue star. Very soon after this, the uh, ceremonies of the Hopi people will cease. This can be attributed to Skylab, which re-entered the Earth's atmosphere on July the 11th, 1979, and appeared as, a, as it re-entered the atmosphere, it was described as a blue star falling. Mm. Or Mia, or the European Space Agency's ATV, ATV space vehicle, which came down in the uh, 90s, uh, sorry, early, two, early 2000s. Or... 
Planet X. Isn't <laughs> <laughs> it? Couldn't it? Maybe. Yeah, see? Well, could, well, it could be maybe one day the moon's going to fall out, because these might not have all come true yet, or have they? Well, if, if mm-hmm. those are the actual prophecies, remember, not published till 1959, mm-hmm. then yes, you'd argue that certainly eight of them have. Maybe one day the moon's going to fall out of the sky. I don't know how, not a scientist. <laughs> Just speculating, it's, I'm a journalist. Uh, well, it's the Blue Star and Red Star Kachinas. Isn't it Orion's got a lot to do with this as well, hasn't it? The, Sirius is a blue star, isn't it? Yeah, uh, yes it is. Um, but well, Orion as well is, is because, like the Mayans, the Hopi were very mm. good with stars and mapping them, and Orion was the one they used. Strange, isn't it, these ancient, uncivilised people? Remember, it goes dark, there's no light, you can see every star in the sky, you're going to spend time looking up at the sky yeah, and you're going to go, whoa, that was over there the other night. Ben, I could look at the sky for six years in a row and still look back at you dribbling from one corner of my mouth and go, oh, <laughs> like, Not everyone's, you know, I still, think it's impressive. I still think it's impressive that they were able to build things exactly in line with, yeah. you know, stars. Oh, I guess maybe it's not that hard, no, I think, I don't know. I'm impressed. Obviously. <laughs> yeah, because uh, Orion synchronised with their solstice, their winter solstice, so when they saw the, the Orion star becoming brighter, they knew it was mm. the, the winter season was coming. Right. Which, you know, it's a basic form of calendar, isn't it? Most reasonably advanced civilizations have got that. Good on So the return of the blue star, Kachina, who is also known as uh, Nangash Sohu, probably pronounced that wrong, will be the alarm clock that tells us of a new way of life, a new world that is coming. This is where the changes will begin. They will start as fires that burn within us, and then we will burn with desires and conflict if we do not remember the original teachings and return to the peaceful way of life. So basically, man's inability to live on Earth with nature will lead to problems. You don't say. Yeah. Are we not experiencing exactly that right now? Yeah. Problems with the climate. Animals are fucking disappearing faster than ever before. And attacking us. Attacking us. Overpopulation. Massive inequality. Mm-hmm. Christ, I read this one. I was in this conspiracy site, on, well, a conspiracy f- thing on Facebook, one of the groups, and this guy trying to argue that overpopulation is a myth and that the entire human population of the earth can live in Canada, uh, sorry, in, live in Alaska with 200 foot, 200 foot square homes. And still, there'll be plenty of room. I'm going to be honest, I haven't done the math on no, this. No, but I don't think it's true somehow. Um, I'm not confident enough to commit <laughs> either way. Honestly, I don't know how big Alaska is. I don't know how many people there are. I mean, most of it is taken up by our livestock. Yeah, of course it is. And agriculture efforts. It's 30% mm. human, 67% livestock, mm. 3% is the rest. There's a lot. Fields are big. There's a lot of them. Yeah. Big fans. Agriculture. Agriculture, yeah. I guess the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe there is room for everyone. I don't, I, yeah. no, I don't have the answers. I'm not <laughs> a doctor. Oh, no. I am. Sim- I don't know how big Alaska is. It's pretty big. It's pretty big, but it's also pretty, pretty it's inhospitable. Cold. Yeah, I think it was just more sort of... Yeah. Uh, 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 Theoretically. Uh, yeah, yeah. 
Well, then let's all go there. I'm sure the same yeah. could be said to the Sahara Desert, but no one's all going to go and move there because there's no water. That's an issue. Do you know what I mean? Well, like, yeah, that's an issue. I like water. Some, Water's nice. Some some places are more habitable than others. Yeah. I remember a lot of people crowd into cities. Well, that's because that's what work is, isn't it? Mm-hmm. So that's how they control you, then. They're telling you there's overpopulation. This is the other part of the conspiracy theory. Mm. They're telling you there's overpopulation. Mm. Everyone's crowding the cities. Yeah. But that's what they want you. They want you there. You're under control. That's where they can send the fluoride. Yeah. Water. I was actually reading, you know, you said about radium the other week. Mm. And they're on about, um, like you used to see, oh, you used to put in toothpaste and that. Well, you had these, radium used to go on clock faces and things like that because it glowed in the dark. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you had these radium girls, or good radium girls, and they were the way the ones painting it on to these, in, in these factories. Oh, and, and they'd suck the tooth, uh, the, the toothbrush, the, the, uh, the paintbrush. Wouldn't they? Yeah. They'd suck it to, to get it sort of like... Um, sort of wet. To a tip, to yeah, a fine to a, tip. To a fine tip. Mm-hmm. Of course, they're sucking in fucking well, radium. Well, this one Did example... Extra legs? The one example I read is... No, this, it's this, got lots of mouth cancer. Yeah, oh. this woman went to the... <laughs> this one went to the dentist, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, he noticed that she had an abscess growing on her jawbone. So he put her out and um, started doing a little exploratory surgery. And he literally was, a jawbone had rotted so much from the radium, he was scraping it out with his fingers. Oh, wow, what a lovely story. Um, <laughs> Thanks, man. Back to the Hopi Indians. See some hash brownies. <laughs> wow. That's thick of my jaw falling off. Oh, no. I wish I hadn't smoked that. <laughs> well, I wish you hadn't told me about this. Jawbone scraping. Oh, yeah, man. He was, it was like mush. Back to our friends, the Hopi Indians. Uh, well, the Hopis believe that if you're not spiritually connected to the earth, in my words, you're fucked. Well, most of us are. Fucked. <laughs> yeah. Where do you want to go next? Do you want to have a look at the... Um, a, bit, a little bit of mythology, or...? Yeah, go on. Where have you got right. now? Yeah, so the Hopi legends state that the inner earth is inhabited by ant people, and we're going to get to them at some point later on. Gaz has got a PowerPoint presentation for us. I do. It's an um, academic investigation, which I did academically. What's the title of this academic paper? Uh, I'll save it for later. We'll, okay. Um, Don't you want to tantalise oh, the Okay, I'll tease you. It's um, Ancient Ant Men versus Ancient Lizard Men. Ooh! Oh! So. We'll get there. Can't wait for that. <laughs> <laughs> Can I get an answer to you who wins or do I have to well, wait? Well, that's what we're going to discuss. <laughs> right, um, so there's artwork on various uh, caves in the Hopi region of the yeah. Amazon, um, displaying the uh, ant people. Um, a lot of it strangely resembles modern grey alien encounters. Especially yeah. the, mm. Well, there's... Little dudes with big heads. Yeah, big heads, uh, shining discs. Um, shining dicks? Discs. Oh, discs. Filthy <laughs> <laughs> Shining shields. Yeah, that's what they called them, shining shields. No, shining glistening helmet. <laughs> I'm trying to give actual facts for the first time. <laughs> Flying shields, they called them. But yes, these cave paintings do look remarkably like, you know, a bug's life. Like, it does look like a and bug's an, life. Or ants. Yeah. <coughs> Would be a better one. Yeah, the ugly cousin of Bug's Life. <laughs> oh, Bug's I Life is Pixar, you know. I ants. Mm, which is the <coughs> one where they rise up and rebel? Was that both of them? Is it both? Could Possibly. Both. They're all mixed into one in my <laughs> yeah, brain, to be perfectly honest with you. 
So um, Mr. Stallone's in it, isn't he? That was Ants, I think. He yeah, played think the, the big... Bugs Life, they do yeah. rise up as well, don't they? They both got the same story. It's confusing. I'm totally confused. I feel like crying. They're both I'm good. Honest, but yeah, they're both good. Yeah, these cave paintings, look them up. They're pretty... They're fun. Yeah, they're fun. They are fun. They've got antenna. Yeah. Antenna, antenna. Ant people. It's a weird one. Why ants? Yeah. Well, do you know the the myth of why the where the ant people came from? The inner earth? Yes, they Is, If you go back to our Hollow Earth episode, didn't we talk about greys living in the Hollow Earth? Well these ants were very nice ants <coughs> because they offered the Hopi who were lost and hadn't uh, they hadn't stored any food, they had no provisions. It's careless. And the ant people came up from their caves and uh, shared food with the Indians and taught them the art of storing and preparing food. And, uh, this, and part of the legend is this is why today ants have such a thin waist at the bit where it, the front end of the ant joins the arse end of the ant. The thorax. The thorax, that's so thin its little waist is tiny uh, because they once sacrificed the food they'd saved to keep the Hopi alive. Or ants just like big butts. Yes, I mean it's clearly bollocks, but that's the um, <laughs> that's the myth, and they like to. But I was talking to my my lady friend earlier, and I was saying that maybe some dude just just like drawing weird yeah this people because yeah. there's no reason to say they didn't have imagination and like you know like uh, wouldn't it be funny if a man had had like ant things on his head? <laughs> this will fuck with him in a thousand years. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm kind of with you on that. I, I, always high. Think, I always think that, you know, it's like, oh, yeah, so just because some dude drew something on a wall, it doesn't mean that he saw it. Yeah, oh, have you got the prophecy <coughs> rock? Hmm? The prophecy rock. No, you can do that if you want. Okay, yeah. It's like the ancient equivalent of comic books, possibly. Or it could be because he was visited by fucking Ant-Men and he was so freaked out about it that he had to primitively etch it into a rock. Yeah, maybe. We don't know. So the prophecy rock. Yeah. Yeah, I saw this earlier. It's cool. There's a picture of a dude holding a stick with like a flag or something attached to it. And there's like a, a train, isn't there? Yeah. Like timelines there. Yeah, the timelines. Mm. So you check it out, Google it. Yeah, it's quite interesting. It shows that where the timeline diverged according to a translation I saw on YouTube. The guy did look like a First Nation guy, given the translation though. Anyway, he said it's like, it shows where the white man came along and then the Hopi who were living under the white men, their timeline veered off and went up. Uh, and that way, that way lies all the doom. Can we explain it? They've got to be pissed off, really, because, I mean, they're the guardians of the fourth world. Yeah. yeah. And the Americans just shot them and bummed Do you want to read that, Ben? Sorry. The large human figure on the left, it helps if you Google this, uh, on the left is the great spirit. The bow in his left hand represents his instructions to the Hopi to lay down their weapons. The vertical line to the right of the Great Spirit is a time scale in thousands of years. The point at which the Great Spirit touches the line is the time of his return. The life path established by the Great Spirit divides into the lower, narrow path of continuous life in harmony with nature and the wide upper road of white yeah. man's scientific achievements. That's what you're explaining, guys, isn't it? Mm. The bar between the paths, above the cross, is the coming of the white men, and the cross is that of Christianity. The circle below the cross represents the continuous path of life. The four small human figures on the upper road represent on one level the past, three worlds, and the present. 
On another level, the figures indicate that some of the Hopi will travel the white man's path, having been seduced by its glamour. So that's, is that the casinos? Yeah, and the alcohol and the prostitution yeah, and the cocaine. The All the good shit that we've got and Sagas. The main thing yeah. is also the dislocating away from nature. Yes, sort of. I think that's the main point, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, but cocaine! Woo! <laughs> 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 Nicotine value. Oh, <laughs> marijuana. Well, they've got cocaine. Yeah, that's true. But, hey. Yeah. Well, you can't describe what happened as. But, hey, it's a yeah. horrible, tragic in recent history, but tragic event. Mm hmm. But, hey. The, so the four, you've done the four. Yeah, the two circles. So the two circles and the lower path of life are the great shaking of the earth, World Wars One and Two. Well, that's a bit of a push, mm. isn't it? Well, yeah, it could. I would have gone for the earthquakes and things that would more likely be the great shaking of the earth, or am I thinking too literally? Maybe it's prophecy. Who knows? Yeah. There's no right and wrong answers in prophecy. That's very true. Well, there should be fucking right ones. That's what makes yeah, it prophecy. There should be. <laughs> but they're all deliberately vague. There's a lot of different interpretations, isn't there? Um, the swastika mm. in the sun and the Celtic cross represent the two helpers of uh, Pahana, the true white brother who we mentioned earlier. And the short line that returns to the straight path of life is the last chance for people to turn back to nature before the upper road disintegrates and dissipates. The small circle above the path of life after the last chance is the great purification, after which corn will grow in abundance again when the great spirit returns and the path of life continues forever. So it's all one big circle then, really. As long as we stick with nature, it's all one big mm. circle. Yep, basically. its own tail. Ouroboros. Yes. Oh, Rob or Ross. Poison <laughs> <laughs> the Dwarf. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's a prophecy rock. Yeah, prophecy rock. Prophecy rock! <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be a war! <laughs> yeah, that could be a new type of music that we invent, where we just prophecies, but in the form of rock and roll. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. 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 We'll become mega rich. We'll be like religious yeah. figures and rock stars. Wow. Get writing, Mike. <laughs> think, on, think on your prophecies. That's it, yeah. So uh, I think um, so. You got the Hopi deities. Go for it. A few of them. Uh, Tower is the sun spirit. He's the creator of the first world and its inhabitants. Uh, the Spider Woman or Spider Grandmother. That sounds creepy as fuck. Mm. Is the messenger of the tower. Doesn't sound like a sweet old grandma, does no. it? No. <laughs> Spider Granny. <laughs> oh, that's a show I don't want to see. Oh, I don't want to visit her. Um, Masa, Masa Uwu, I think. Pronunciation <coughs> at my strong point, as we learned from the Armstrong Rico episodes. <laughs> okay. um, he's the skeleton man, the spirit of death, the earth god, and doorkeeper to the fifth world and the keeper of fire. Oh, oh yeah! yeah. <laughs> I want that after my name. <laughs> <laughs> skeleton man, spirit of death, earth god, doorkeeper to the fifth world and keeper of keeper fire. Of fire. <laughs> All of that, or just keeper of fire? All of it. Yeah. Yeah. That's his full name. Does that mean someone's going to be the gate? He's the doorkeeper. Someone's going to be the keymaster. Right? Eh? Perks of the job. Yeah. I hope it's not Rick Moranis you get to fuck. I hope it's to go anywhere you want for your <laughs> sake. But <laughs> either way, uh, there was also um, twin war gods, uh, more Kachinas, uh, the blue and the red ones, and and the best one, a trickster coyote. <laughs> Fair play. Yeah. Yeah. <coughs> 
<laughs> Voiced by Johnny Cash. I hope so. Up <laughs> <laughs> your space coyote, I say what kick him in again. <laughs> I wish I knew us. I'd love a space coyote. Oh man. With Johnny Cash's voice, obviously. Mm -hmm. So those are the is that all the gods of the, the whole yeah. team? They've got a very spiritual, naturistic sort of mythology. Yeah, I like this what they say. They say there shall be a great battle of spiritual conflict regarding material possessions and all who choose to covet them will be destroyed by the spiritual beings that survive the battle creating a single people a single nation and a single unified consciousness that of the creator or the uh, new world order or the new world order new world, maybe the hope here on the side of the new world mm -hmm. order uh, well they got a bum deal out of it didn't they actually Hulk Hogan <laughs> what do they get out of it they live on a reservation there's a exactly. nothing else on the land and Hulk Hogan, well, Kevin Nash and Scott Hall have reformed as the NWO and actually going on a signing tour of America. Oh, God, they're going to see wrestling so tour for a second. I was like, they can't fucking wrestle anymore. They can barely fucking walk. <laughs> I'm not sure how long they'll be standing to sign autographs. They'll be sitting down a lot. Yeah, there'll be chairs involved. But anyway, it could be a sign. The NWO is reaching its, its zenith of power. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Why not? I mean, if if Hollywood Hulk Hogan's back, then anything could happen. He's sensing it. He's like, it's time to go back to the evil black. Do you think he's part Hopi? Mm hmm. Possibly. He is a real American, after all. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Scott Hall could be. I mean, he's um, Hispanic, Mexican. No, no, he was pretending to be. I always thought he was generally no, he's sort of... very white. That's why his accent's so shit. Well, I always thought he was just tan then. <laughs> Yeah, he's tanned. Oh, he's just a, really tanned. A tanned guy with dark oh, no. hair. I was just and they made him say, It's Chico. Chico. <laughs> I used to was punch drunk. <laughs> <laughs> all the time. I'm the man. There's a man. You know, it was awful. Still, that ladder match was fucking awesome with Shawn Michaels. Yeah, was, was, was that the first ever one? No, first one on a main event. The first one was Bret Hart and Shawn Michaels, but it was on like a house show as like a test. Ah. I have seen footage of it. Um, can we have a, a urine break, please, yeah. gentlemen? Good yeah. Ball. And we can get onto your PowerPoint oh, yes. presentation. I'll present my uh, academic, academic investigation. Okay. <laughs> so we're back, and now it's time for Gaz's academic investigation. Yes. Well, in our uh, our year doing this show, you know, it's been brought to my attention that lizard men are a very real thing and yeah. they exist. Evidently. Uh, Shape-shifting lizard man. And uh, the Dell. And then now today, researching this um, Hopi Indian prophecy, the thing that leapt out at me was Ant-Men. Mm. You know, that they... They claim to have met Ant-Men and interacted with Ant-Men who came from the inside of the ground. Or grey aliens. Well, they Ooh. describe them as ant friends or ant people. So, this led me to ask the obvious question... The sorts of questions which, um, which is why I'm in this position as being a broadcast journalist. <laughs> Allegedly. Um, who would win in a fight? And men or lizard men? We haven't gone through this question for a while, actually. Well, so I present to you my, um, my PowerPoint presentation. And we've been accused in the past of maybe being a little bit amateurish. Yeah. A little bit unprofessional. An embarrassment to our country. Yeah. What, pray tell, is more professional than a fucking PowerPoint presentation? Jesus Christ, well, come on. I've sat through a few of these in my management of time, so <laughs> <laughs> I want to lean back in my chair, yeah. cross my leg and enjoy. I have pushed the boat out here, so could we have the next slide? This is my interested pose. 
Yes. Thank you. Oh, no, that's not the exercise. Right. Introduction. So, if on one side we have the ancient ant men, and on the other we have the ancient lizard men, pitched to do battle to death in an effort to appease their Anunnaki overlords, and if we can assume that both these creatures are the proportionate size to a human with humanoid-shaped bodies, so ant heads or lizard heads with normal arms and legs, just like a He-Man toy. Okay. Next yeah. slide, please, Mike. <laughs> you see, for example, Wasp Man from the He-Man toy range. Yeah, this, just, the just reason a, a muscular man with a wasp head. Yeah, the reason we're... But he's got the powers of a wasp. As he can fly? Yeah, look, he's got waspy wings. Oh, so he has. Has he got um, a stinger? Has he got a what? A stinger? Possibly. But you see, the, the reason we're going with this model... Isn't he a stinger? Who's that? We're going with this model for my academic investigation because it just makes it easier. So they're both sort of uniformly, roughly humanoid in size and weight. Yeah. They've just got... Ant heads, lizard heads, and powers of the ant and the lizard. Okay. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. Next slide, please, Mike. That really makes oh. my academic. Oh, yes. And here we see um, an artist's impression by me of, of how the He Man ant, Hopi <laughs> Ant Man might look. Yeah. Please note Spliff in the left hand because he's, <laughs> he's from a peace tribe. <laughs> but also, he has lots of stabby knives. Is that a hand grenade as well? Uh, no, but that would be cool if I'd done that. What was, is that you just clenching his fist? Yeah, it's just a clenched ah. fist. How many hands, is, how many arms has he got? Uh, six. He's got six. I didn't, and two legs. I didn't Google how many arms and legs they got six. an Ant-Man should have. Well, I got it right then. I know. No, you got eight then, didn't you? Two of them are legs. They don't count. <laughs> <laughs> Next slide, please, Mike. That's <laughs> science, boy. There's always one, isn't yeah. there? Give Richard Attenborough over here. Yeah. And now we get to tail of the tape. We can see on the left the Ant-Man there, and in the background the um, Hopi Indian cave drawings of the Ant-Man. I think it's taken a bit of a leap to put from square head man to, to sort of grey alien head man. Uh, you know, they weren't necessarily the most sophisticated artists. They were scraping rocks onto other rocks. Well, all right, fair enough. Do you know what I mean? I mean, there's not much <laughs> contouring or 3D highlights. <laughs> You know, going on. You'll be, I think you're being a bit judgmental. I've got well. To be honest, he does look shit. I've seen children's drawings <laughs> better than that. But yeah, and on the left we have the lizard man, and he's holding a sign saying "free hugs," because we've all hugged a lizard man without knowing it. So uh, on to the next slide, please, Mike. That really gets my inner academic quite hard. Saying next slide, I'm feeling all. I'm surprised you're using your tick as a pointer. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't find one. So Ant Man, the prose. Well, you couldn't find a dick. <laughs> Shut up. Don't ruin my presentation. The ant will have mandibles coming from its head, which could be used to choke or poke the eyes of the lizard. Plus, like, ew, mandibles. Fucking gross. You all right? Yeah. That's a weapon in itself, just being <laughs> gross. Would you like to read the next bullet point, please, Ben? The ant will probably have multiple limbs. This will mean he could definitely do some seriously good Brazilian jiu-jitsu. Mm. Think about it, you could yeah. put both your arms in an arm bar <laughs> yeah. and choke your fucking neck at the same time. Yeah, you're right. Dangerous. Would you like to read the next one, Mike? Ants can lift objects much heavier than their own body weight. This almost superhuman strength means that the Ant-Man could throw cars at the lizard. Yeah, or pick the lizard up and hurl him into one of them giant rocky crop things. Throw him just like so Like Bruce climbs at the start of Mission Impossible 2. There you go. Yeah, throw, him. throw him through one of them. Well, throw him so high in the air that he comes back down he's definitely dead. Yeah. He just explodes. He's broke the stone barrier on the way down. Yeah. Um, 
and I'll read the last one. The Ant-Man has weird bitey things on his face which could be used for biting and opening bags of crisps. Important. Yeah, you know, bitey things. So yeah. um, we've done the pro... Oh no, let's go back. There's one more side, Mike, before that. Oh. Ant-Man the cons, it's called. One before... There, there we go. go. I'll read the first one. Uh, the mandibles could be ripped off. Yeah. 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 Would you like to read the next one, Ben? As mentioned in the Hopi legend, uh, very thin waist was could be smashed with a good bat breaker or atomic <laughs> knee drop. Yeah. Very flimsy design. Yeah. I'd like to read the next one, Mike. Big eyes, lots of nerve endings, very sensitive. A claw in the eye will hurt like fuck. Exactly. No one wants a claw in the eye. No, also they susceptible to boiling water. I think most things are susceptible to boiling water. <laughs> well, that's what you do I'd imagine answer, the lizards would be... If you've got an ant problem, you pour boiling water on them, don't I you? would imagine that also lizard man would also be quite susceptible to boiling water in oh, the face. Well, this, is, this is my presentation, Ah, scales. Yeah, he's also cold-blooded. That would really overheat him. Also, this is my presentation. So. All right, okay, sorry, sorry. You're, well, the man, you're the manager here, guys. Let me play professor for a minute. The more arms you have, the more arms you could get broken off and beaten with. <laughs> I've heard that the soggy end is particularly nasty. It is. <laughs> uh, the next next slide, please, Mike. <clears throat> Lizard man, the pros. Right. Strong connections to the Illuminati and links to world leaders. Obviously. Yeah. Would you like to read the next one, Ben? Uh, big fuck off claws and bitey teeth. Yep. Makes sense, Mike. Cold the logical lizard brains, providing the knowledge to make Lizard man a proficient and graceful killer. Ooh. Mm. Graceful. Yeah. Like the like, predator in many ways. Like a ninja. Thick skin, extremely powerful back legs, could super kick a man's head off. <laughs> oh, easy. Clean off. Would you like to read the next one then? Um, ability to regenerate lost limbs. Can lizard do that? Lizard men can. Got me? Shapeshifters, Illuminati. Lizard okay, people. Give it an art, lose a limb. Oh, know. lizard. Some can. Yeah, some can regenerate. Yeah. Not all of them. Some can. Salamanders, oh. is it? Is it salamander? Something like that. Fuck you, it's my presentation. Uh, would you like to read the last one, please, Mike? Ah, oh, they can shapeshift. Yes. Your average lizard man, or just the elite lizard man who can... Uh, ne ne back. Next slide, please. Next slide, please. Lizard man, the cons. Okay. Would you like to read the first one, Ben? Uh, big, long tongs could be stretched by opponent as used as a choking device. Valid point. Mm -hmm. Mike? Prefers lounging by the pool to having death matches. Yeah. You see lizards just lying about in the sun, don't you? Yeah, it's true. Uh, they could easily be distracted by CIA phone calls, invited to rituals, parties, sacrifices, mm -hmm. that sort of thing. I'd argue their tail could also mm -hmm. be trodden on to hold them in place while you mercilessly pummel them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that would suck. So, um, next slide. Who wins? You decide. And there's uh, me dad. <laughs> Donny? <laughs> Dear old dad without his human... With a human mascot. Uh, I think he looks better uh, like that. And so that was you've been presented with the uh, academic information, gentlemen. Now it's up to us to discuss who do you think would win then. And remember, if they're both proportioned like a He-Man toy. Yeah. So they're equal size and weight. Ant-Man. You going with Ant-Man? Yeah. I, I think uh, he's got the most. Yeah. He's got the strength. He's got the bitey mandibles, which has got mm. more range, multiple yeah. arms. He could stand on the tail, use his immense strength to hold him, to hold the reptilian man in place, yeah. and then just pummel him mercilessly with his six arms. He could fight two of them at once, really. He probably he could, yeah. Like I said, there might be a bit but remember, you, never get a sing, got... you never get a single ant, do you? you always, oh, there's always, always a load of them. Load of them. But if they have got those thin little wasty bits, 
like in real life, maybe you could just one well-placed super kick to the midriff could split them in half. But then yeah. the top half would still function and still fight you, wouldn't it, probably, knowing an ant. They're yeah. weird. Remember when that bee's head, decapitated mm. bee's head, attacked me in the van? Yeah. And I have video evidence on our Facebook page, listener, of a decapitated zombie Terminator ant. No, B. It was a B. You couldn't even hear the screams of the victim in the back of his van. <laughs> <laughs> I'd already dumped the body. <laughs> and there you have it, a live confession. <laughs> <laughs> well, so we go, is that it then? We reckon Ant-Man's got it. Lizard Man doesn't get a look in. Unless he calls in some of his Illuminati powers. Like causing an airstrike or something. Predator drone on the ant hive kills yeah. the queen. The ant while he's getting his ass kicked by that ant, mm. he calls in a predator strike yeah. on the ant hive. <laughs> kills the more. queen. The ant just like freaks out, hasn't got a clue what's going on, and he's just dispatched in the stabbed in the back yeah. almost. That could be a way. Yeah. But yeah, I think one on one, Ant Man's got it. So there you go. That was my um. It's, that was good. I liked it. It was, a, <laughs> it was informative and academic. Thank so you. It was. Thank you very much. Well, um, thanks, Gaz. I also have some, uh, you know, some actual what the real researchy people say about these ants. Oh, they, what, can they take a reptilian or just? Uh, uh, the, no, nobody no. did interesting research like oh, mine. No. They did this boring, actually, interviewing the native uh, First Nation people. Um, Can you not say Native Americans? Uh, they're First Nations now. I do believe because I, I literally asked. I Google thought that earlier. was. Um, oh right, I thought that was um, like maybe in Canada. Oh no, I literally asked Google what's what's the politically correct term for Native Americans. Wait, how could you be politically correct after earlier? What? I wanted to know what to call them. What do you mean after it? Hey, fuck you! That's going to be bleach, so no one's going to know what we're talking about. Son of a bitch. <laughs> I'm going to be really erect tonight. <laughs> you guys could really fucking bribe me and fuck me over on this one. So, no, I was like, I'm going to Google it. Google how to add in a bleep sound in Audacity and we'll we'll work it out. Okay. And then once we've learned how to do that, it's free reign. We can say whatever the fuck we want every week. Ooh. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm joking. Oh. So, shall I read you a little bit of, a, of, of what this research man said? Okay, who now, is this research man? This research man is called Gary A. David, who apparently spent 30 years of his life oh. living with these... I did yeah, mention yeah. him earlier. Yeah. Uh, he wrote a book, his most recent book, sorry, is called Star Shrines and Earthworks of the Desert Southwest. Ooh. One of the most intriguing Hopi legends, Hopi legends, involves the ant people, who were crucial to the survival of the Hopi, not just once, but twice. The so-called First World, or World Age, was apparently destroyed by fire, possibly some sort of volcanism. Asteroid strike or coronal mass ejection from the sun. Mm. Which is apparently what's going to happen again soon. Allegedly. The second world was destroyed by ice. We've been through this, haven't we? Sorry, I won't repeat it. So, um, The third world is quite fun, though. So, uh, They're flying shields. During these two global cataclysms, the virtuous members of the Hopi tribe... Ho how are we saying it? I said Hopi, but Hopi. I could be wrong. Okay, the Hopi tribe were guided by an odd-shaped cloud during the day and a moving star at night that led them to the sky god named Sotukang, who finally took them to the ant people in Hopi, Anu Simnon. The ant people then escorted the Hopi into the subterranean caves where they found refuge and sustenance. We discussed that, didn't we? They basically taught them how to store food and share their provision. Now, get ready for this bit. This is the bit that really fucking this is the mind fired me up. 
So I'll read the whole paragraph. The bones are kicked in. I'm going to do reading. Edibles. The constellation Orion, Orion, also has a thin waist like the ants. Thin waist, right? When Orion dominates the winter skies, the ants are deep in their small underground hills. These structures are similar in form to the Hopi kivas, which are subterranean communal prayer chambers. Coincidentally, the Sanskrit word ki means anthill and va means dwelling. Each February, inside the kivas, the Hopi perform the bean sprouting ceremony or the bean dance. Ooh, we're getting there, I'm about to blow your minds. Called Pawamu. During this time, the fires are continuously kept ablaze, turning these structures into superb hothouses. The ritual commemorates a time when the Anu Sinnam taught the Hopi how to sprout beans inside the caverns in order to survive. Ah, the ant people. It is interesting to note that the Babylon sky god was named Anu. The Hopi word for ant is also Anu. Oh, yes. Yeah, and yeah. the Hope. Hopi root word Naki means friends. Thus, oh. the Hopi Anunnaki oh. or ant friends may have been the same as the Sumerian Anunnaki, the beings who once came to Earth from the heavens. To mine the gold, uh, drop the, the fucking women. mic. Uh, Not this mic. <laughs> or, that, or any of the mics, or any of the mics we're using. No. So, yeah, could be linked. All makes sense now. And very similar drawings I saw online to the the Hopi Indian drawings are seen in ancient Egypt and some of their engravings yeah, as well that. with the same antennae could all be, could all be linked. Mm. I'll just read you one little bit more because this is quite interesting and this is all research done by this uh, chap Gary A. David. Find him online if you're into that sort of thing. Perfect. Don't stalk him though. Yeah. <laughs> the ant people may have also lived in ancient Egypt. I can... I can't say that. The 18th, di <laughs> the 18th dynasty pharaoh, who ruled from 1351 to 1334 BC, is shown in some depictions with an elongated skull like the shape of an ant's head. His almond-shaped eyes and neck are like the ants, and either the serpent or the vulture on his ureus... Ureus? I don't know what that word is. Uterus? No, he hasn't got teeth. Resembles the ant's mandibles. He also has spindly arms and legs like those of the ant, and his upper body resembles the ant's thorax, while his lower body mirrors the ant's abdomen. I think I remember that picture. Anunnaki king. Right. Now, he can specifically be compared to the pharaoh ant, which originated in West Africa. It also has an elongated head, a yellow to reddish brown body, and a darker abdomen with a stinger. Perhaps it is more than a coincidence that the Egyptian word sahu means stars of the Orion. Whereas the Hopi word Sohu means star, the most important of which are those in the constellation Orion. To re oh yeah, so that's it. Wow. They all seem a bit obsessed with this bit of stars. Yeah. Right? yeah. Did something come from there? Well, aren't the three pyramids Good question uh, in Egypt? Not, I don't know if the pyramids are lined up with the Orion's belt, aren't they? Everyone's yeah. obsessed with it, and I'm pretty sure that they're looking in that part of the galaxy now. Um, well, what's I, what's I, if I remember correctly, aren't the greys some like Zeta Reticuli, mm. which is meant to be somewhere near Orion anyway? You've got the Palladies as well. Yeah. And all them. And... Oh, the Palladian. The, 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 oh, man. What's their name again? Vrilli and his mob? Mm. They weren't Palladians, mm. they were something else, weren't they? They're from the Palladies, aren't they? Yeah, the... Oh, that's Billy Meyer Palladians. Or... And, and, um, and Vrilli. He's a Palladian, isn't he? The Palladies. Yeah. 
Well, that's it. Please. Would you like me to read you a, a little quote from? Um, this is from that god who was called Soku, Sotu Kang, and he was around at the beginning of the fourth world. A quote a, from a god. Yes, according Fantastic. to their their oral tradition, which is passed down, he gives a quote something along the lines of this. See, I have washed away even the footprints of your emergence, the stepping stones which I left for you. Down on the bottom of the seas lie all the proud cities, the flying patuvawatas, which is those shields, the flying shields, yeah. uh, and the worldly treasures corrupted with evil, and those people who found no time to sing the praises to the Creator from the tops of their hills, but the day will come. If you preserve the memory and the meaning of your emergence, when these stepping stones will emerge again to prove the truth you speak. So basically, I'm fucking you off. He drowned everyone. Atlantis, Atlantis, all Atlantis, the cities all the at the bottom of the sea. Yeah. We're all going to go that way eventually. And then if we start to be thankful or something, he might give us the stepping stones back. Well, not us. We're fucked because we're not Hopi Indians. Yeah. But um, we're the white demons. Yeah. See you in hell, boys. Mm. Oh, see you at the bottom of the sea. Yeah. Oh well. Yeah, it could be worse. Yeah. <laughs> we'll have scuba gear, won't we? For a bit. Helmets. For a bit. <laughs> then we'll run out of oxygen. Yeah. Good job to all bollocks then, isn't it? So, yeah, that's basically all the all the research I've got. Anybody yeah. got anything else? I'm done. Nothing to add. So, uh, should we try and add our conclusions, what mm. we've learned from this little... Do you... Give these prophecies much weight, Mike? Do you think it's coincidence or do you think they've got some insight? Well, to fate. It depends, doesn't it? Because with oral tradition, it's difficult to know which came first and what got changed along the way. And Chinese mm. mm. uh, whispers. Yeah. yeah. Which you're probably not allowed to say anymore. It, it's probably and it might have been changed because. I've got to watch myself. Shut up, man. Continue, Mike, please. So shut up. <laughs> it might have been changed so that the. Um, the prophecy fitted. Mm. Yeah. It's difficult to say. I mean, not published till fifty nine. Exactly. Yeah, but just you make up what you want at that point. I mean, most of them are, most of them predictions are about you know railways, roads, telecommunications, power lines. Nineteen fifty nine. I thought that's there. Mm. Could be horseshit. Well, but if we buy that. The ant people were aliens. That's what I was going to say. Well, next. I, I'm more what do you think of the ant people? What's you your... go for that part. I'm more than likely. I'm more likely to go for that part. What's your explanation of the ant cave drawings? Um, as with a lot of, of cave paintings, you can't go one way or another. At the end of the day, some bloke was doodling on a cave wall, the same way that I doodle on the pad beside the house phone. Should I decide to actually answer it for once? But you know, all sorts crops up. It's is do it? Do you think he could have met? And yeah. alien people who maybe, maybe. taught them how to read the stars. But maybe you thought, I don't know, let's see what people look like with square heads and antennas. <laughs> I'll use some imagination. And as you said earlier, they must have had imagination. Maybe it was ancient sort of comic books. Instead of Batman, it was Ant-Man, literally Ant-Man. And that was his little story he'd wrote for the kids on the cave wall. But I, I do like the idea that we've been sort of jumped along by aliens in our evolution along the, mm. along the line genetic tweaks here and there so maybe we were maybe the greys have been in the centre of the earth and this is a uh, like a, a test planet as such almost to help their dying yeah. race because that's it people get us to the point where we can 
to sort of kickstart their race to the point where we they can, can interbreed with us, to save, interbreed with us to save themselves. People like to link this one to the Hollow Earth, but I don't think the fact that the Ant-Men came up from caves doesn't necessarily mean Hollow Earth. You can go, as we discussed on our Hollow yeah. Earth episode, you can go quite deep into the ground. You can have very deep fucking caves. doesn't mean they're from Hollow Earth. They just Maybe they did live underground, but not yeah. Hollow oh, Earth. Yeah, yeah, you don't necessarily have to taint it with the Hollow Earth people. Because, you know, I like the ant people. I knew nothing of these ant men until today and it, uh, or yesterday <laughs> when I first started researching and it really took my attention. I was like, ooh, cool. Yeah, so, I don't know. Same with a lot of things we discussed. Could be fucking true. Could not be. How the fuck am I to know? But I'd like to believe that there's a reason they're drawing ants and the reason why people on the other side of the world oh, you see, that's, are drawing yeah. the same thing. See, that shit I like. You know, mm. I... I you know, the fact that people on completely different sides of the globe mm. ha- draw very similar things. Um, the, the Egyptian pharaohs I don't quite go for because the Egyptian the pharaohs did used to do skull binding because that was a symbol of the, the royalty was trying yeah. to elongate his skull. Mm. So, and they would exaggerate their godlike status in things mm. because remember the pharaohs were gods to their people. So I don't necessarily go for that kind of... Uh, Thing. But did did the aliens interact with us when we were a young species? Mm. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. We were a lot less uh, dangerous than we are now. Let's face yeah. it. So, um, I mean... We've always been pretty actually, dangerous, Ben. Yeah, but... Everything they've yeah, tried but, to cut against us has disappeared. But Egyptian times, they've got chariots and bows. Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah, there's yeah. no tactical nuclear weapons. No. You know, okay. Actually, yeah. My, I went to the gym today and my, my, my to my my trainer I go and see and we have some pretty cool conversations. trainer now yeah, yeah I go to a trainer <laughs> got an yeah. executive trainer to release his executive stress exercise <laughs> with some bondage <laughs> just the exercise and a bit of we have some cool bombing. conversations and he said I've got this theory why aliens have never come to see us alright he was um, basically like we're um we're too much of a threat to be let out the jar. Mm. So they nah. make, if they make themselves known to us, we'll probably end up fighting them at some point. That's such a typically arrogant human <laughs> viewpoint. Isn't it more like we're so fucking insignificant and inconsequential in the grand scheme of things that no one's fucking bothered? Or they just wait until we reach a point when we're not utter dicks, which is what the Hopi are saying. Well, they know we're going to fuck ourselves up anyway and we're destined for... Oh, no, really seems to think they can help us out. Yeah, really. Oh, well, fuck, you've done a brilliant job so far. <laughs> aren't you really, you fucking ant-headed prick. I'm guessing he was an ant. I don't know what he was. <laughs> no, he's a blonde-headed, blonde-haired... Oh, yeah. oh, like me. Tall. I'm brilliant. I'm a space <laughs> sex Jesus. <laughs> Quite dumb, Trump. I wish. <laughs> I do not resemble Donald Trump anymore so. in any way, shape, or form. Shut up. <laughs> you look like Donald Trump's butler, okay? Rather be the butler than a relation to him, guys. <laughs> no, you wouldn't. I'm taking you his paycheck. I'm taking his paycheck and fucking his daughter. Whose <laughs> <laughs> son? I'm not fucking my sister. No, no I'm taking would. the paycheck and fucking his daughter. You wouldn't. You get butler. executed for going off your designated fucking security <laughs> clearance. Shot collar, doesn't matter. Of course you would. You're missing. They would let the 
fucking grunts like you anywhere near the actual... You'd be missing, wouldn't you, man? I don't want to give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> you know, where, where, where's Ben? It'd just be me and you sitting here while we... Well, I guess someone got to him. It was only a matter of time. <laughs> they find his bloated corpse all washed up on the fucking... Under the banks of the River Severn. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> Identified only by my tattoos. Uh, well, you will insist on spewing all this hate. I'm only joking. You're not that hateful. <clears throat> Please bleep out that word I said earlier, mate, because he's going to quite... touch me over there. I've been in quite a good mood recently. So yeah, to be fair, you have been in a reggae box. Yeah, I've been in a very good mood. I'm quite happy. I'm quite fulfilled. Oh, can only yeah. notice how I don't mercilessly mock you for being happy like you did to me, which there is audio evidence of, which people can go back and listen to. I was to. life coaching you, you've explained <laughs> this. Fucking life coach me. Can I tell you a bit of a Look at what happened, you wrote your own comic book, you tried to start a cult. Don't take you're credit relation, for my achievement. You're in a relationship, <laughs> happy for... Can, can I relate you to you? the nerve of the guy, guys, taking <laughs> credit for everything you've done. Can I relate a My verse is telling you you're a twat. No. For weeks I've turned you into a success. I'm no. a life coach. I, yeah, I've I been do. a success despite you. <laughs> no, listen, can I tell you a horrific experience I had involving <coughs> Ben on Friday, Mike? You may uh, sympathise with this. I was listening to a podcast in my earphones. Oh, yeah, right? shit. <laughs> and um, I'd been texting Ben on Messenger, mm. and then my phone must have pocket dialed him through Messenger, but it doesn't turn the podcast off. Ah. So I'm still listening to the podcast and trying to do a delivery. <laughs> and I'm thinking now and then I can hear Ben's voice going like over the podcast, like, hello, hello. And I'm like, no, I said, there's no not, chance like, of my being awake at this point. Because it was like, it's been half past ten. I was in that group chat. And I was like, there's no chance of my going to pick this up. You I know, fell asleep. <laughs> Why the fuck am I hearing Ben's voice in my brain? <laughs> I've finally gone schizo. Because I could still hear the podcast, but there's Ben going, Hello? <laughs> ah! <laughs> it's finally happened, I've broken. <laughs> this is the cruelest form of schizophrenia imaginable. Ben's voice, not even my own voice. Ben has replaced your own consciousness with his own. <laughs> You don't want to do it like that. No. Why? But thankfully it wasn't true, so I didn't have to throw myself in front of a train. Which would have been the only sensible I was out, I was out walking the dog. Mm. So all Gaz must have seen of me was, was sky and trees and my head. I was very confused. And I could see Gaz, the wind blowing, <coughs> blowing locks around as he was, it was talking windy. to a customer and trying to work it where he wanted something put in. Yeah. You should have fought with him real bad. Well, no, at that I point, didn't know. He's got, he's got a I gun, you know. He's, he's got a gun. Because <laughs> he's going to use it. Well, I didn't see him t- t- towards the end. He was like, Oh, because it must have been in your pocket. It was I couldn't in my see pocket, anything. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, hello? And it's like, because we'd literally just messaged. Mm. And I thought he'd call me, because sometimes calling someone is quicker than typing yeah. something out. So no. I, I thought that was, it was like, hello, hello. And then but the good news is I'm not schizophrenic, yeah. as far as I know yet, yeah. So, yeah, does that conclude? I think that concludes yeah. our Hopi Indian well, uh, discussion. I'm, I'm <laughs> I don't do prophecy, <coughs> so I don't go for the nine things, mm. but I do like the Ant-Men, sort of alien star people kind of aspect to it. That's really cool. I like that. Sounds fun, doesn't it? 
Sweeney's Yep. <coughs> Excuse Sweden. me, sorry. Crack on to some weird news and to finish yeah, off, and yeah. then we'll go full Alex. We'll wrap it up. Possibly the only podcast with Alex Jones on it right about now. Yeah. <laughs> Come to us for your Alex Jones yeah. fix. Just listen to the rest of the show first. If you'd like to hear it now. Let's get the boys' views on this week's weird news. So, what's the first piece of weird news? Monkeypox! First ever case of deadly disease diagnosed in UK. <laughs> you don't want, well, you don't want monkeypox, especially from Hartlepool. Oh, monkey and you bastards. <laughs> the rare viral infection was recorded on Friday in Cornwall, of all places. Oh, fuck. The patient is believed to have contracted the disease in Nigeria before travelling to the UK. Oh, it's going to be 12 monkeys all over it again. Is, it is. Monkey pox. That's it. Oh, Started. God. Uh, Public Health England said monkeypox does not spread easily and most patients recover in a few weeks, so that's what they want you to think. Yeah. There's a lot of this in the conspiracy community at the moment because of the you heard about all the planes in America with different... Yeah, yeah, so I have, yeah. People like to think that's they're experimenting, sort of doing false flags, testing things out because there's going to be a pandemic. Ah, pandemic, yeah. is that the right word? Yeah, pandemic. Because we need to lose, let's be honest, a few... Tens of millions, don't we? According to the way. Georgia Guidestones, isn't it? Yeah, yeah they, were, they yeah. want that doing. Something Sorry. like three billion, I think. Mm. No more than three billion. Apparently, that's the way, this is the way it's going to go down. Or the sun's going to have one of them massive, fu- basically, sun fart and destroy, send us back to the dark ages by destroying electricity, which means tens of billions will die off because mm. of disease and. Yeah. Lack of heat. No, I mean, the thing is, once, once, yeah, right, the electrics go, but I mean, there'd be a bit of time where there wasn't anything, but surely generators would start to be made and you know, basic generators, things like that. And you, you know, Take and a while s- though, wouldn't it? Six months yeah. tops for the infrastructure's kind of back up and running a little bit where you have got some power and stuff. I don't know. I don't know how long it takes to I mean, it blows certain parts out of. It would only blow certain components out of the transformers and things like that. Yeah, but they say I mean, yes, it would take down the manufacturing capacity to replace those. The spares. How long before society breaks down? Oh, about three days. Probably. Also, I mean, that's the old saying, isn't it? Each civilization is only three meals away from a yeah. revolution. Only yeah. three days away. But the thing is, there's no point in having that revolution because there's still fuck all anyway. There's no, you know, there's no power, well, is there? We know he's got it all, though, don't we? Yeah, that's true, so stockpiled in the houses of the reptilian elite. There you go. With their Ant Men soldiers. Yeah. They want to graze the soldiers, they're weak. It's not the Ant Men you want, the trouble, not with, the, the trouble with the world is not that there's not enough stuff, it's that some people are hoarding it. Do you know what I mean? They yeah. use up more resources than others. Speaking of which, I need to start hoarding more food. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I might think it was a private bear. Yeah. Better get back to Aldi. So, yeah, yeah should we get back to the news? <laughs> Monkey flu. Monkeypox. Monkey Initial it. symptoms include fever, headache, aching muscles, backache, swollen lymph nodes, chills, and exhaustion. I've had, had all least, those things. I've had at least three of them. I've had all those things. You're literally. in the fucking flat with a monkeypox. Shit. He's got monkeypox. Get out of here. I have not Hit the quarantine. He has. I can see your swollen lymph nodes on here. Are you doing a monkey impression or the, that bit from Down with the Sickness? <laughs> <laughs> I can see you swollen lymph nodes. You know what I mean? uh, that's just my. I'm excited. You should jowl. Because we're talking. I'm not even got jowls. 
<laughs> for the listener, I'm perfectly slim, slender human being without in, a baggy, jowly face. He is the thinnest man in this flat, you know what Yeah, he is, yeah. <laughs> That's because the ghost of Winston Churchill. I haven't got monkey AIDS either for that matter. <laughs> monkey pox. Monkey pox. Moving on. Uh, yeah, look out for monkey pox. Don't yeah. fuck anybody who... It looks quite nasty, actually. It does. It looks like a thousand warts. Monkey pox can cause extreme lesions on the skin and lead to death in some cases, but it does not spread easily between people and the risk of transmission to the wider public is very low until it evolves into some hellish, nightmarish future mm. plague. Yeah. This is how it starts. Dr Nick... Finn, Deputy Director of the National Infection Service at PHE, said uh, PHE and the NHS have well-established and robust infection control procedures for dealing with cases of imported and infectious disease, and these will be strictly followed to minimise the risk of transmission. So, off the top of my head, conspiracy theory. They released that. Mm -hmm. It goes fucking rogue. It evolves. Before you know it, everyone's covered in these lesions, dying a very slow, agonising death. Not too, not too quick. Yeah, but unless the they've NHS, got the antidote, they don't yeah, want to release hang, it. Hang on. The NHS is completely overwhelmed by demand. Private healthcare is brought in immediately. Mm. If you've got the cash... Branson's yeah. got the cure. Branson's got the cure. See Branson dancing around. <laughs> <laughs> dancing around with money falling over yeah. his naked old body. <laughs> in, in some kind of crystal maze, <laughs> crystal dome type sort of structure. Yeah. Right? Singing, I'm in the money, I'm in the money, right? So he's got it, and several other people have got it. We're all shelling out whatever money we've got to get it. The poor don't get it, they're killed off. There's your population yeah. reduction. Only the fucking people who work and, and have got money can survive. There you go. Monkeypox is the way the humanity is going to go. I'm sold. It's a very sound theory, and... I'm glad you shared it. So, <laughs> I hope I don't get monkey pox AIDS. Too late, you've already got it. Fuck you, it's space AIDS. <laughs> oh, you drink your AIDS. It's space AIDS. Way cooler. Did you fuck a space prostitute? <laughs> yeah, in a, a really cool fucking bar oh, full oh, of oh, space oh, smugglers oh, and oh, one of them chimps that went into space in the early days <laughs> and came back late. Moving <laughs> <Hang> on. <laughs> <laughs> There's a space hooker, not a monkey. <laughs> space hooker, okay. Space hooker. Were you Han Solo in this scenario? <laughs> no, I wasn't Solo, I was fucking a space hooker. <laughs> uh, he fucked a monkey. <laughs> <laughs> Read the next news story, somebody please. I'm shocked and appalled and offended. <laughs> Oh god, someone do that one because I'm stuck on I'm giggling a little bit. Tony Blair emerges as shock contender to become next chairman of the Premier League. Saint Tony back in the Prem. <laughs> He's back! What's he gonna fucking do? Blow up fucking Man City. <laughs> fucking carpet yeah, bomb them. <laughs> Kill their youth team. Fucking <laughs> WMDs. You all saw them. They had WMDs. That's so I carpet bombed them back to the Stone Age, just like I did in Iraq. That's why you voted me in, isn't it? Sing them a song, Tariq, quick. Will you still need me? Will you still feed me when I'm 64? Fuck, this is a nightmare for sports fans everywhere. 
<laughs> uh, I should put that as the um, is it the Barclays Premier League still now or who sponsors the Premier League now? I don't even know. To I think it's Barclays. Yeah, I think. Um, Newcastle United fan Blair. Oh my God, he's sixty-five. He now. looks old, doesn't he? Yeah. That's the face of a fucking murderer. That's the face of live with himself. It's the face of a war criminal. Have you aged, Tony? Is it the weight of carrying all the souls of the dead children <laughs> on your guilty shoulders, Tony? Is that why you look a bit old, Tony? Well, he's seen this very great sitcom, wouldn't it? <laughs> Tony Blair's conscience is a withered, elderly figure appearing on his shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> There's blood on those hands, Tony! <laughs> blood on those hands! <laughs> Get out of my head! Well, apparently. Room, but you can't hide your war criminal. <laughs> he's, he's seen as having the right profile and charisma to lead the Mega <laughs> League. Oh, oh my life. Shall we read it? Oh, yeah. Um, former British Prime Minister Tony Blair has been mooted as the next chairman of the Premier League, according to reports. Newcastle United fan Blair, 65, is seen as having the right profile and charisma to lead the mega-rich 20 countries. That's why he's there, isn't he? Yeah. He left office in in 2007 after 10 years at number 10 Downing Street. The Daily Mail report that other candidates include BT chief Gavin Patterson and Sky Sports boss Barney Francis. However, appointing them might alienate other rights holders. Former PM Blair makes no secret of his love for Newcastle and has spoken of watching the tune just after the Jack Milburn era. He even declared his favourite 50th birthday gift was a number nine shirt signed by Alan Shearer. In 2014, the Mirror reported how Blair's son Nicky was trying to make his fort... Oh, this sentence makes me sick. Blair's son Nicky was trying to make his fortune as a football agent. Oh, what what a wanker. That's typical, isn't it? Dad, you'll get me into them clothes. A world-class wanker obviously spawns a fucking, you know, top-tier class wanker. A football agent, war criminal, football agent. Not much difference, is it? No, no scum. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's bad. What's he that... know about running a Premier League? They don't bum anyone. <laughs> I always remember though when he was he went on Football Focus one morning mm-hmm. uh, as Prime Minister, mm-hmm. and he spoke about football. And you know what? He was either suspiciously mm-hmm. well informed, yeah. or genuinely. He a kept football saying that Wigan centre back Arjen Dazu or something. No, really. it was Dazu, and it was also oh, some the Fulham player. Yeah. Well, can you well, imagine? Not, not it's like not the really obvious ones. No, the, mm-hmm. the ones who was. They do like hard workers so they don't get the headlines. Well, can you imagine the interview? Can you imagine the interview with the Premier League? So, Tony, nice to meet you. Uh, what have you been doing in between uh, the Premiership, uh, uh, being the Prime Minister, and um, and now this job here? Well, um, I was a Middle East peace envoy. Oh, right. So, um, how's the Middle East? <laughs> still on fire. Well, it, it's it's still fucked, isn't it? I mean, <laughs> would you say it's Less fucked or more fucked <laughs> than when you took the job, Tony. Oh, it's definitely more fucked. Right, um, and so what What do you think you're going to do with the Premier League, Tony? Oh, run it into the ground? For profit? Yes, mm-hmm. yeah. And uh, run off into the distance uh, laughing my ass off <laughs> and leaving you all to burn. You've got the job. I mean, come on, how can anyone give him a job in anything ever again? I was Middle East peace envoy. How did that go, Tony? How's and, the Middle uh, East? 
and don't remember the um, wasn't it something to do with the Save the Children Patreon no, as well? Fucking yeah. hell, that's After the, just... mi- the million kids that died in Iraq. The fucking and also nuts on him. And he won philanthropist <laughs> of the year. Philanthropist, so it just tells just tells you right out how bullshit how bullshit our fucking media are, how bullshit our fucking society is when they you know, it's it's quite clearly that he's a fucking war criminal. And they just, the MDs. Yeah, they're just doing it just to make him look good, giving these fucking awards. Yeah. It's you yes, you don't watch you, you don't watch the news, do you? As little as possible. Right, so were you aware this week that a white guy drove into a crowd of worshippers outside a mosque up north? Thankfully, was it in Britain? In Britain, yeah. Oh man, no, it wasn't. No, that sucks. But that happened. Yeah. It was a racist attack. It was a terror attack. But it was barely reported in the press in this country. Mm -hmm. It was just seen as a a, a racist attack rather than a terrorist attack. Well, we did learn that our press is less reliable than Namibia and Suriname. Yeah, Yeah, the proud nations of Namibia and Suriname. (laughs) (laughs) They've got a more free press than us. I mean, come on. I mean, so, I use you as the example, not mockingly, yeah. just just yeah, because I was going to say you no, don't watch the news, you like that bubble. No, 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 pros and cons. Pros and cons, though. Yes, they have a free press, but I bet our roads are in a better condition, <laughs> aren't they? Less part. I bet we've got a better infrastructure than them. Well, yeah. I bet there's less AK-47s on the streets of Britain. Just about. Well, yeah, <laughs> that might be a close one actually. All the police cuts. <laughs> Yeah. Oh yeah, so fuck you, Saint Tony. Is there another story? Or yeah, is it one more. Alex? One more. Okay, all right. Um, can I do this one? Go on then. Children possessed by two hundred demons levitated and walked backwards over walls in front of hospital staff. From the DailyMail.co.uk by Linda Warren. Did they? I uh, wanted to have the credit for this one, Linda. <laughs> did they, Linda? Police and medical staff document America's real-life possession. Official reports claim boy, nine, walked backwards up hospital walls and police captain was too scared to enter family's haunted house. Latoya Ammons moved into a home with her mother and three children in Gary, Indiana in 2011 and started hearing footsteps in the basement. Over time, she and her children, aged 12, 9 and 8, became, quote, possessed. Their eyes would bulge, (laughs) they'd shake and growl. A clairvoyant said the home was haunted by 200 demons, exactly 200. Fucking. The sons were taken to hospital after one was inexplicably thrown into the house, while there was a nurse and a CPS worker saw him walk backwards up a wall. That would freak you out, though, wouldn't it? It fucking would, to be fair. If you just got up and walked backwards on that wall, I am staking you through the fucking heart. <laughs> and then... Especially you if you bo- said, Shamon! It's <laughs> just a party trick, man, you fucking bastard! Magnetic boots! <laughs> straight through the main artery. I know, that's why I aimed there. seconds to live. (laughs) (coughs) Awesome. Think think before you stay. (laughs) (laughs) That's an important rule for life. Think before you stay. Put them service on this. Oh, man. 
Excuse me for coming, listener. I'm still <laughs> ever as fuck. Your friend may look like a vampire, but think before you sting. <laughs> Don't drink and stink. That's the time you should stink. You're going to a fantastic vampire sober. Yeah, you could wake up like that guy from Amityville and realise you've staked your whole family. Yeah, but after my sister and I were having a sister's affair, we shot them all. All right, calm down. <laughs> Well, that's what happened in Amityville. It doesn't mean you have to shag your sister. I haven't got one, it's okay, it's a scenario. Oh. <laughs> <coughs> oh, man, shag your mum instead. <laughs> I think this might be our coffeeest episode. No, because she's getting shot in the head, isn't she? It's a king the fat. Oh, forget it. Right, where were we? A veteran police chief became too afraid to enter the home at night. Fucking pussy. A Catholic priest carried out exorcisms on the Amons. That's the family. A nine-year-old boy walked back to the war market said that the unlikely sending event was detailed in official documents after a child services caseworker and a nurse both say they saw the guy glide backwards on the floor, wall and ceiling. Both were shocked to see the boy apparently float after their mother had been subject to months of scepticism when she claimed her home in Gary, Indiana was haunted and all three of her children were possessed by demons. What's the source of this news? Was, um, this is the Daily Mail. We can listen to exclusive audio of the oh. demon. Oh, fuck. Latoya Ammons and her 12-year-old daughter also levitated in the home. <laughs> she say summoned. <laughs> Fantastic. And all three of her children showed signs of being possessed, including evil smiles and naturally deep voices. Miss Ammon's home was officially exercised by a Catholic priest who said the ceremonies were officially authorised by the Diocese of Gary. <laughs> <laughs> Gary, Indiana. Not just some bloke called Gary. <laughs> You're in the Diocese of Gary now. <laughs> some bloke called what, Opa. <laughs> what are the Diocese of Gary, mate? Thou shall not miss. <laughs> um, I can't think what it's called. What's the type of fucking racing they watch? NASCAR. Oh yeah. Thou shall not miss NASCAR on a Sunday. Ever. <laughs> I'd follow him. <laughs> I actually quite like NASCAR. I don't really like it. I don't really like motorsport. I can't stand Formula One. I should like NASCAR. It, it's just, it's just constant. It's just there. It's just. And you, and you don't, 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 my point is, you don't really watch it. It's there. So you don't really watch it. You eat steak and get drunk. Well, yeah, I, I just, I never watch it. So, Formula One, we're going to go and set a car going to track every three minutes. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay, I think we've, we've fallen into just belligerent, drunken, anti whatever's on my mind ramblings. <laughs> Alright, whatever. <laughs> I hate Formula Should One. Should this demon? Yeah. yeah. Oh. <laughs> I was just trying to fill time. 
Let's see if we got anything. Yeah, I don't. Uh, yeah. Huh. But they said, you know, they would hear stuff in the basement. Wait a minute, hold it. Come Somebody was burning cows back here, too. Look. Oh, wow. Listen to the exclusive audio of the demon here. You know. No, I expect to hear a fucking demon. Well, we saved them from clicking on it. Fucking clickbait bullshit, innit? Yeah. Fucking Daily Mail clickbait bullshit. <laughs> Daily Hyum. Fuck you, Daily Mail. Well, there we go. Were uh, children possessed by 200 demons? No, they weren't. She's had to have attention. There we go. Yeah. She's 32, she's got three kids and one of them's 12. Oh, shit. They've all concluded to come up with a joint bullshit story and I'm having none of it. So, yeah. Have we got. That's it, we've got Alex next. Right, so we've got a quick break. A little break and then we'll do the game show. Yeah. And we're back and we'll end the show on a bit of a um, never go full Alex. Never. The, the most popular game show in this flat. It certainly is. Were you trying to get crazy with this scene? Don't you know I'm local? to explain the rules dear chap yes um the idea is mike finds us a couple of random weirdos on the internet who are saying yep. some batshit insane crazy things and then he finds a group of alex maybe going full alex yeah and we have to decide who is the more who's gone the most batshit insane i.e the most full alex this week the two random strangers or saint jones himself someone's saint jones battling for his sainthood yeah, well, <laughs> just if this is your first episode, it's a sarcastic sainthood that we have appointed upon him. Mm. But um, like Saint Tony yeah. and Saint Ike and Saint Ike. So yeah, so, so point out the chest of the show cat has entered the room. So if you hear any, any related noises, noises that bangs on the microphone, it's not us being ridiculously unprofessional and also inebriated, allegedly. Um, it's the cat. <laughs> so yeah, who's this first lunatic, Mike? Okay, first up we've got Rick Joyner that says sin, not climate change, is responsible for Hurricane Florence. Well, wow. what a sensible argument, and I can't <laughs> wait to hear it laid out in logical fashion. I read where the Washington Post is blaming the storm on President Trump. And personally, I think it's the Russians. It has to be the <laughs> Russians, but 
you got to be kidding me. How crazy can you be? I mean, they were literally saying he has to take the blame for this storm because of his belief on climate change or lack of belief in climate change. If he had rabidly believed in climate change and done all he could that they say needs to be done to correct climate change, this storm would have still come. <laughs> Trust me, that he couldn't have done anything. I mean, how crazy are these? And all it does make the climate change people look like bigger nuts than ever. And more than dumping too much CO2 into the air or anything else, the scripture makes it clear what what causes these things it is sin sin which is clearly defined in scripture one of the worst things we could do to bring curse on a nation is the shedding of innocent blood what could be more innocent than the unborn and look at what america's doing and there are many other factors and that's what we need to be looking at well, that was a nonsensical ramblings of a random bearded man in the woods. <laughs> and I was slightly distracted because through the headphones I could either hear he must have had a dog sat at his feet which was panting. I thought he was getting tattooed at one point. Or he was, he was having a, an under-the-camera masturbatory huh. freak out. I heard a buzzing at one point. Like, See, getting it might tattooed. have been a tree getting cut down or a dog panting or a wank. I don't know, either or. I, he's fucking mental. <laughs> he'd argue you're mental and he's, he's not. <laughs> and I that's the problem with these people. Lunatic number two, what's the fucking... Jesus, we may have peaked. Although somehow, I always think that, then you manage to find somebody oh, even fucking... And then Alex himself comes on at the yeah. end. God bless him. Uh, okay, next up we got Paula White. He tells Trump that history will record his greatness for generations. Wow. So... Thank you again to all of my friends and faith leaders for being here tonight. You are really special people. Uh, the support you've given me has been incredible, but I really don't feel guilty because I have given you a lot back. Just about everything I promised. And as one of our great pastors just said, actually, you've given us much more, sir, than you've promised. And I think that's true. In many respects. And now I would like to ask a tremendous friend of all of ours, Pastor Paula White, to come up and bless our meal. Paula, please. It's an honor to be here. And before we pray the prayer, um, this group would like to present to you and First Lady a Bible that is signed by over a hundred Christians, evangelicals that love you, Make pray for you, and I just like to read the inscription for you and First Lady. It's very important for, I have to put on my glasses, so, sorry. It says, First Lady and President, you are in our prayers always. Thank you for your courageous and bold stand for religious liberty and for your timeless service to all Americans. We appreciate the price that you have paid to walk in the high calling History will record the greatness that you have brought for generations. We pray this prayer. And if all of you agree with that, say amen. 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 Oh, Jesus. 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 Oh
She's mentally sucking his dick. He's thinking of her sucking his dick while she's saying that. Probably. Very, very probably. Well, shall we have so, the final round? So let's just we'll recap. Just of, so, okay. fresh. so first guy says, that hurricane is called by sin. It's not climate change. Yeah. yeah. Sin. Second one. She's saying that uh, Trump's, they're praying that Trump's greatness will be remembered for well, generations. They're not even praying for it, it just yeah. it will be, it will be recorded yeah. for generations. So let's hear what uh, the man himself. But did you see how orange he was? Yeah, I think there was something going on with the contrast of that video. He's not quite that orange. Oh, he no. is orange as fuck, but I was that was almost like somebody doing a sketch of him. <laughs> so, yeah, St. Alex has fallen on hard times, but he'll always be held in high regard around these parts. Possibly the only place you're going to hear Alex Jones soon. Yeah. Thanks to Mike's vast, vast, vast <laughs> library. <laughs> yep. Yeah, boy. <laughs> Let's hear that crazy okay. fucking Alex mood. Jones says that globalists are using cell phones to commit silent, invisible holocaust. <laughs> okay, well, that's going to take... That's, that's impressive. You need to realise, if you want to talk about something that's killing millions of people, not... 40-something, how about you talk about radiation? How about we have walkouts in schools over cell towers on top of schools? How about we have walkouts over cell phone radiation? How about we have walkouts over all of that? Because this is what kills thousands of times what guns do every year. And this is how the globalists in this silent, invisible holocaust are killing everybody in their plan. And the globalists have these Wi-Fi free retreats out in the middle of the wilderness that they're living in. A lot of the top billionaires are moving in the middle of nowhere, as I've told you, and as is now admitted. Northern Canada, Kauai, Hawaii, Tasmania, New Zealand, and you read about these Wi-Fi free elite resorts and Wi-Fi communities that are Wi-Fi free, and they're all hardwired, hardwired. If you go to Zuckerberg's house, and you look at even some of the photos, they try to control, I've seen it, it's plugged in, plugged in, plugged in, plugged in, because then the radiation is chained down through that electron chain it is not just blasting out like a radiation bomb <sighs> is it, it does make sense that Mark Zuckerberg would have his house hardwired though mm. oh do you know what I heard this week I've never thought about this before with Alex that the word <laughs> globalist means Jew ah. uh. Allegedly. Mm. I don't know. He did, he strenuously denies it. But yet, oh God. Well, I'd say with Ike, the lizard men, I think lizard man. Mm. Yeah, they did. They tried to accuse yeah. Ike of that and he turned around like, oh no. No, lizards. And I, I've got to say, go I believe on. David. Yeah, but he does go on about mm. anti-Zionism, doesn't he? Well, you're allowed to. Yeah, you're allowed to your you're opinions. Of course you are. But I'd like to say my I'm first initial thoughts, before I forget, because we're quite high this week, because a listener baked us a lovely cake. Yes, thank you, Ben. Mm. A special cake. Fantastic. The second video, when Donald Trump was doing his introduction, he forgot the word for people. <laughs> it is. He's such a lizard man. I don't it remember is, the exact yeah. wording, but he was like, you're all, you're all great, lovely people. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Yeah. What does that tell you? It's like, that, it's like that scene, they live yeah. at the end. There you go. Where the, yeah, the banquet, yeah. they're all in there. He's so used to dealing with fucking lizard people and like the Satanist, like fucking interdimensional hell beasts who run the shadow government. Yeah, he forgot the word for people. I think. Hmm. See, the first one is clearly 
The second one I think is just your typical She's religious bullshit. Yeah, yeah, it's your typical, and it's a dinner hosted by the president. Yeah, yeah but how much bullshit is he talking? Oh yeah, it's bullshit. But come on, it's, it's, not going, it's, it's not going There was no fucking aliens. There was no <laughs> supernatural forces involved, really. The first guy is saying sin causes, actually affects. The amount of sin happening in America has a direct physical effect on the geological weather conditions required to initiate yeah. a hurricane event. Yeah. <laughs> right? Um, Alex is saying, now, I've often said this is a thought experiment. I can't be the first person to think this because I'm not that clever, but I'm sure everyone's had this thought. But I love bringing it up when I'm really super high. Imagine if we could see with our eyes Wi-Fi and radio signal and all the... It would look like a mash of spaghetti oh, yeah. in front mm. of us, wouldn't it? Yeah, you yeah. think it would like the room in front of us now, the sky above us. It would just be a mass of it everywhere, wouldn't it? That's got to maybe have well, some effect on us. our brain's electrical, so... Exactly, that's got to maybe have some effect on us that we don't know yeah. about or we're I, not being I made agree, aware yeah, of. I agree, yeah, I do agree with it's that. It's possible. Whether I think it's the globalists... Or, quote, Jews um, allegedly doing it on purpose to cause a mass sort of holocaust, a silent holocaust. <laughs> Taking a very long time, this holocaust. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. a very slow holocaust, <laughs> yeah. isn't it? So, but what's more insane, though, thinking sin cause... I think first guy's got it I, I, for I stupidity that. reasons. Yeah. That's my yeah. conclusion. Yeah, I'm, I'm with Gaz, yeah. Yeah, I agree. First guy gets it. Alex is just... Just spoke to his usual brand of books. He's, he's something else to be afraid of, it. Because the next it's part sad. of that video that we didn't show is what Alex does so beautifully, which is what the government have crippled him from doing now, is he would lead into that beautifully, seamlessly, by telling about, we got these new, um, I had this report come in from Sony, we got these new lithium-lion tricyclisamine tablets. <laughs> Available for uh, only uh, $99.99 for a six-month... Um, uh, course and folks these really have been proven to protect you from Wi-Fi and signals and cleanse the body yeah. and blah, blah. that's his entire that's why the guy is a multi-millionaire I didn't really realize it till clicking on thinking about it this week due to a podcast I listened to explaining his empire and how it works so he's very clever yeah but he's not babbling insanity it's just his oh fuck him yeah I've run out of words I'm very stoned I'm sorry listener that's horrific <laughs> audio not very professional Quality control at a minimum, I am afraid. Somebody take over. Okay, well, let's, um, <laughs> let's call it a day then. We've, um, we've gone through Paul Alex. We all agree first guy wins it. Yeah. Um, we've gone through the Hopi prophecies. Mm -hmm. And do we think they're genuine? No, probably not. But we all like the idea of Ant-Men. Yeah. Fighting lizards in a very entertaining academic presentation. <laughs> yes, thank you. And can we just say, because uh, there is a picture of my artist's impression of the Ant-Man, on our Facebook page, which we'd really like to... We're trying to build up a nice little community of uh, conspiracy memes and not taking conspiracies all that seriously, really. No. So, yeah, find us on Facebook. Literally search for Cutting Through the Bull in the Post-Truth Apocalypse. Give the page a like and follow along and see all the, the fun stuff that we post and yes. links to everything we record. And it's a yeah. good hub. If you've... Yeah, if you stumbled upon this uh, episode... I don't know, by accident, it's the first one you listen to. A good place. If you want to follow us and stick with us, find that Facebook page and you you won't miss anything that we do then, basically, with you. That's it. No. Yeah. And follow us on Twitter at, uh, at ApocalypseBorn. Yeah. Leave us a review people. on iTunes. That'd be nice. Yes. Nice reviews, though. Yeah, please. if you got something nice to say, we'd, we'd love to hear it. Thank yeah. you very much. We enjoy doing it, but we'd like to know that you enjoy hearing it, too. 
And if you've got any suggestions for episodes as well, mm. then you can yeah. inbox us on Facebook. That would nice. actually be really useful. Yeah, anything you want to hear us talk about? Yeah. We'll consider them all. Yeah. Definitely. Awesome. Let's do it. So, yeah, I've been Ben. I'm going to say don't drink the flavour aid and please don't join a cult. <laughs> I'll say I've been Gaz. Good night and free Biff Tannen. I've been Mike. Thanks for listening and thanks for the brownies. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah. thank you very much for the brownies. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Peace out. May the force be with you. Yes, I just, of course, guys like you. Still not starting. I'm a Jedi. Fuck you. <laughs> the rambling Jedi. <laughs> 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 you got one with a force now, mate. <laughs> Never mind the fucking Hopi Indians. <laughs> That's your wisdom. <laughs> I'm a Jedi. Fuck you. <laughs> I'd love to see that Quentin Tarantino version of that, Mike. Yeah. Do or do not. <laughs> there is no try. <laughs> Just like Mike's trying to pass this course by not doing anything. <laughs> <laughs> right. Good night. Good night. Good night. Good night. Good night. <laughs> <laughs>